hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 196. Today we're giving you the five steps to forgive yourself for your financial mistakes. We make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. The foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. A bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experian Boost and watch your credit score improve by 5 to 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. You know, recently we have talked a lot about financial anxiety and even debt stress. On episode 191, we had a very lengthy discussion about what financial anxiety is and how you can try to overcome that. So we would encourage you, if you have concerns about financial anxiety, go back to that episode. That's episode 191. We also recently published an article on our website about debt stress and its effect on our mental health. We'll link up to that in the show. If you want to find it on our website, you can just search for mental health and money. But what's interesting about both of these topics is that we haven't really covered a whole lot about letting go of our money mistakes. Money mistakes are oftentimes what causes us to have anxiety and depression. If we dwell on our mistakes, oftentimes we get guilty or feel guilty. And then that guilt can compound and then it will grow into anxiety and depression. So I know this firsthand, um, as many of you have heard, when I moved out to Denver, Colorado 20-some years ago, I had $5,000 cash surplus in my account to help me get established. And it was about a year after that that I was $25,000 in credit card debt. So I spent at least $30,000. And then I was on my way to the peak of credit card debt balance, which was $34,000. You know, I was new at, new to Colorado. I had the anxiety of trying to get established and meeting new people. I also had a new job with uh, relatively low income, um, so I wasn't flush with cash. And so uh, that was sort of roundabout way how I acquired my debt. But it wasn't long after that first year that I really started to feel stress about it. Um, I started to have a lot of anxiety about this debt. It clearly had more debt than my income could support. And it, and it caused me a lot of stress and kept me up at night. And one of my support systems during that time was um, calling home to my mom and dad quite frequently and sharing my anxiety and my stress. And after a period of several phone calls, my father finally said, your mother and I have the money. Our house is paid off. We can take a loan out on our home we can pay off your credit card debt and you can start off with a fresh slate. Um, and that's how serious things had gotten. My parents were willing to take out a loan on their house um, that they had already paid off. And so I thought about this for a, a moment and I, I didn't think it was fair for my parents to take on my mistake. I didn't feel like you know they've worked hard. They paid off their home. They shouldn't have to now pay for my financial mistakes. But it was at that point that I realized that 
if I was going to move on from the situation that I put myself in, I couldn't continue to feel this guilt. I couldn't continue to feel the shame. I needed to acknowledge that I made this mistake and then forgive myself. And it was only from that point that I was going to be able to be able to move forward and start paying off my debt and, and make the mistake go away and maybe even learn something from it in the process. But I knew that financial forgiveness was an important first component in that process. And that's what we're talking about today. The idea of whatever the source of the anxiety, whatever the, the, the source of the depression, that we figure out a way to forgive ourselves so that we can maybe reduce and minimize some of that. Yeah, so how do you forgive yourself from your money mistakes? How do you move on? Well, we're going to share five simple tips that help you do that. But of course, we wanted to find out how you deal with your money mistakes. So we asked a question in the Queer Money Facebook group. We asked, how hard is it for you to forgive yourself when you make a money mistake? We have some options in the poll. Uh, they were, I can't let go. I dwell on it for a minute and then move on. I'm indifferent about it and it never bothers me. And although we weren't completely surprised, it was interesting to see that almost half, uh, 45% or 13 of the 29 respondents said that they can't let it go. Now, obviously, you know, it depends on how big or egregious the money mistake is as to whether or not we can let it go or not. But clearly, almost half of the individuals in the group have some something that they're holding onto when it comes to a money mistake. Although... The same amount of individuals, 45% or 13 of the 29, said that they dwell on it for a second and then they move on. So some of you have figured out how to move past your mistakes. Two people or 7% said that they were indifferent about it. And one person said that they're never phased by it, which we don't know if that's really good or bad, but... <laughs> that's where it is. Yep, that's exactly. <laughs> um, so as always, the comments were just as enlightening as the poll responses. Nathan said, I've made so many mistakes. How can I dwell on them all? Money is an important form of energy. How often do we all mismanage our energy in all aspects of life? I look at the lesson I needed to learn, appreciate the lesson, correct my actions, and then move forward. Georgina echoes those same sentiments. She says, learn and go on. Don't dwell on it. And then Juliana shared a little bit of uh, experience. In my 20s, I invested my Roth IRA with a financial guy someone recommended. I didn't know what I was doing at the time and I didn't know what to look for. I didn't lose money, but I earned zilch for a decade and missed years of compounding interest. But I learned a lot from the experience and now feel much safer with where I invest. So she learned from the mistake. Want to do better with your money? Of course you do. That's why Capital One Cafes and Capital One Bank offer free financial education through their money workshops and money coaching programs. Topics like tax basics, grocery shopping tips, and vacation planning are covered regularly. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. So how do you forgive yourself for your financial mistakes? Well, that's uh, probably the reason why you're here based on the title of this episode. So we wanted to give you five tips to help you forgive yourself. Now, these don't necessarily need to be followed in any particular order. They're not necessarily building upon each other, but they all are tips that you can use to help you let go of your mistakes. Now, at the outset, I talked about this idea of guilt compounding upon guilt. Not, this is not the kind of compounding that we actually want to have, right? So it's hard sometimes to pull back and say, I made a mistake, 
and I want to let go of this. So how do we do this? Well, it's interesting. I want to share the example of Hal Elrod, who is the author of the Miracle Morning book. He has something that he calls his five-minute rule when it comes to an emotion or feeling about a particular situation or circumstance. Now, if you're not familiar with Hal's story, in his late teens, I think he was 19 or maybe even 20, he was involved in a head-on collision car accident with a drunk driver. And uh, he was in the hospital and the doctors basically told him and his parents that he would never walk again. And Hal had learned this process that he calls the five-minute rule of thinking about what was happening for five minutes and then letting it go. Now, basically the way he described this was he had the choice. He could continue to be angry and frustrated. Obviously, he felt that way about his circumstances, angry and frustrated at what had happened and towards the other driver and live with the fact that he wouldn't walk or he could look to his future and see what possibilities or opportunities may be out there. And so Hal was upset, but then he let it go after five minutes. Now, this is a pretty big issue here, right? Being told that you're never going to walk again. Well, Hal did recover and was able to walk. Actually, he's run marathons now, and he attributes a lot of his progress to the fact that he emotionally was able to let this go. So use that as an example. It's okay to feel a little frustration and a little guilt around our mistakes, but let's not dwell on it. Our number two recommendation then is to admit that you made a mistake, if only to yourself, but possibly to someone else. We do ourselves no service by putting our mistakes in the closet, by trying to pretend it's not there, by burying our heads in the sand. We definitely need to acknowledge that we made a mistake. And if you can share this with a friend, a family member, a partner, great. But at the very least, admit it to yourself because that's the very first step in figuring out how you're going to be able to fix this mistake. Our third point here is to review the mistake and find out how you can learn from it. A mistake is only a mistake. If we don't learn from it, it actually becomes a failure. So we want to learn from our mistakes. Now, how do we learn from them, right? Well, look back at your mistake. Look at what you did that you could change. Say, for example, you spend more money than you earn in a particular month. You don't have a budget then. You're not actually sticking to a budget. So learn how to budget. Or let's say you have missed or have been late on paying a bill. Well, how can you fix that? What kind of systems can you put in place? Actually, that's a topic that we're going to be covering in two weeks. We share a solution on episode 198 about how you can never miss or be late on paying bills. So figure out how you can learn from your mistake, take steps so that it doesn't happen again. And then number four, perform an act of letting go. We're currently living in Sicha, Spain, and there's a uh, fence along one of the beaches. And on that fence, there's a whole bunch of locks that people have placed there. And I know this happens in, in other parts around the world, including Paris. And one of the ideas with these locks is people are trying to let something go. They've been harboring or holding on to something. Something happened in their life. They did something that they regret, whatever the case may be. And they feel the need to sort of buy a padlock, have that represent whatever the circumstance or the situation is, lock that lock, 
on a fence and then throw the key away. Hopefully not in the ocean, but they throw the key away. And the, that's sort of a, a ceremonial way of saying, I'm moving on from this experience, this mistake, whatever it is that happened to me or whatever it is that I did, and moving on from it. And I think there's a lot of a value in that. Now, for some of us, uh, trying to do that with every financial mistake could get kind of expensive. Um, so you don't necessarily need to be as dramatic as, as putting a lock on, on fences all around the world. So we came up with some recommendations for you. Uh, one is that you can write the mistake that you made on a piece of paper and then burn it. Number two is you can turn your mistake into a money mantra. If, for example, you um, are struggling with paying your bills on time, start saying to yourself over and over again, quote, I pay all my bills on time and repeat that to yourself over and over. And that's sort of what they call neuro-linguistic programming, where you try to change your subconscious beliefs about who you are or, or what you can achieve. And then number three, throw a penny into a fountain or a, a rock into a pond. Have your mistake be represented in that penny or, or in that rock. Acknowledge it and then throw it away. Throw it into the pond, throw it into the, into the fountain, and then ceremoniously walk away and having performed that act of letting it go. Right. Number five is similar to that, but it kind of hits on this idea of neuro-linguistic programming again. To say it out loud, just say it out loud, I am letting this mistake go. And if you need to do it several times, do that. But then after that, at the best of your ability, let it go. Don't dwell on it again. Don't bring it up anymore. Now we're all singing that song from Frozen, right? <laughs> yep, let it go, exactly. let it go. <laughs> exactly. But to be honest, the very point of that song is what we're talking about today. Um, and, and so that's, that's very, um, maybe uh, very Disney inspired. Yeah, maybe you need to listen to the song in order to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I would sing it for you, but David doesn't like my no. voice. <laughs> so just as we must learn from our mistakes and create systems to reduce our financial anxiety and our debt stress, we must also learn to forgive ourselves for our mistakes and move on. We've all made money mistakes. All of us has at least one mistake that completely embarrasses us and we would never want to share with anyone. But none of us is any different. So stop beating ourselves up for the mistakes that we make and learn how to move on. So to repeat our five tips, not necessarily in any order. One, remember that it's okay to feel guilty, but don't feel guilty about feeling guilty and don't harbor that guilt for too long. Figure out a way to let it go as quickly as possible. Maybe follow how Elrod's recommendations of, of not holding on to anything for more than five minutes. Number two, acknowledge your mistake. Number three, learn from your mistake. Number four, perform an act of letting your mistake go. And then five, say it out loud. I'm letting this go and I'm moving on. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. Be kinder to yourself. We all make mistakes like we said earlier. None of us is any different. When we're easier on ourselves, we'll be less anxious and we'll create less depression and anxiety for ourselves. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. Thank you and have a great week. Capital One Cafes are inviting places where you can bank, plan your financial journey, engage with your community, and enjoy Pete's coffee. You don't have to be a Capital One customer to get all these benefits. Go to debtforguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Remember, the foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score Powered by Experium Boost 
and watch your credit score improve between 5 and 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash boost. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.